We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The world's most exciting podcast. Home of borders, language, culture. And here he is. New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage. Host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation podcast. Catch the Michael Savage podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. What is happening? What the hell is happening to America? This is crazy. This is dangerous. This is scary. The FBI raided the home of President Donald Trump, his official residence at Mar-a-Lago, raided by the FBI. This is crazy. The FBI, you lost my confidence a long time ago, but there can be no mistaking it now. The FBI, a corrupt organization. Oh, yeah, there are good people there, sure. But maybe they should resign. Federal Bureau of Incompetence, Federal Bureaucrats Incorporated. What is happening there? So politicized, so dangerous. Working for Merrick Garland. Did you do this because Merrick Garland wants it? Merrick Garland. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden. Hunter, has his house been raided? We all know we can all see the criminality. You guys sit on your hands with that case and you move in on President Donald Trump. You know, thank God it's Donald Trump, quite frankly, because nobody else, nobody else could withstand this kind of pressure. Both the pressure during the campaign, during the presidency, the fake impeachments, the Russia hoax, January 6th investigations, Soviet style investigations. And now this, he is unique. He is special. And his statement today is an important one. I will read it in its entirety. It was posted on Truth Social. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. 
It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. The political persecution of Donald J. Trump has been going on for years with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, and so much more, it just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I stood up to America's bureaucratic corruption. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we have never seen before. The establishment hated it. Now, as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls, they are trying to stop me. And the Republican Party, once more, the lawlessness, political persecution and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped I will continue to fight for the great American people. Wow. <laughs> what a statement. What a president. What a man. He is on a roll right now. And later in the show, we'll show you some very pathetic video of um, Joe Biden. He could not even put his jacket on. This man seems to have more authority, more clout than the sitting president of the United States. He's right about these hoaxes, the Mueller Russia hoax, what he put us through. He knew, he knew early on that it was a scam and he kept it going in an attempt to try to sabotage the presidency of, of Donald Trump. By the way, on the Russia hoax, Chris Ray, who ought to be ashamed of himself, really, Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI, he couldn't bring himself to say the word hoax, but maybe the word scheme. What is a better word than hoax? Did you see this? Do you agree that the allegation of secret collusion between President Trump and Russia was a hoax? Yes or no? I, I, I don't think that's the terminology I would use, but uh, I think there's been a lot written on this subject, and uh, both in the special counsel's report, the inspector general's it's report. Yes or no is fine. So that's not a term I would use. What a bureaucrat. What a bureaucrat. Not a leader. Not a leader. A swamp bureaucrat. Well, would you, who cares at this point? This guy, rubber-stamped, approved this raid on a former president's home. By the way, sneaky guy, very sneaky. Ray, you know, he concluded that, uh, that hearing because he had to catch a flight, which suggests to me that he has to go catch the Delta shuttle, which sounded really weird because, well, watch this. We just heard a half hour ago about you're having to leave at 1.30. When he announced this, uh, meeting, he said, we're going to have seven minute first rounds, three minute second rounds. I've got seven people on my side of the aisle want their additional three minutes. 
Uh, is there any reason we couldn't uh, accommodate them for 21 minutes or whatever Democrats want second rounds to? It, Senator, I, I uh, had had a flight that I'm supposed to be hightailing it to out of here, um, and I had understood that we were going to be done at 1.30, so that was, that's how we ended up where we are. All right, so what are the details here? How we, The arrogance, the bureaucratic sneakiness. It was an FBI plane to take him on vacation. These guys, crazily enough, have FBI planes at their disposal. When Comey was fired by Trump, and Comey totally deserved it, by the way, he was in Los Angeles on another field trip, and he flew back on the FBI plane. You know, Donald Trump, it is amazing how he has withstood all of this, all of this. He keeps fighting back, keeps fighting back. That January 6th committee, right out of the Soviet Union, all their predetermined, uh, the scripts, uh, no cross-examination, only witnesses from one side, uh, members who are not really from the opposition party, those rhinos, Cheney and Kinzinger. And you can't ask basic questions about what really happened on January 6th. Like, why did the cops let the people in? That little cop waving people in? What was that all about? We can't talk about that on taxpayer time. What about the uh, what about the cops who just stood there as everybody came in? This is the same government, by the way, that just raided Donald Trump's house. OK, and uh, then we have the three cops who just walked away moments before Ashley Babbitt was shot. These guys decide to take a coffee break. There they go. And then all hell breaks loose. And what happened 30 seconds later? Ashley Babbitt is shot and killed. 579 days without justice for Ashley Babbitt. You know, the more I think about it, for Donald Trump being targeted by this corrupt government, it's a badge of honor. It is a badge of honor. When the FBI comes for you, a political, yes, that's how I see it now. And when the fake news comes for you, it's a badge of honor. When they accuse you of lying, Almost anybody in power, you're probably on to the truth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the big lie, the so-called big lie. They love saying it, don't they? We have found at least 18 states where candidates are running that, that deny the legitimacy of the last election. 50-plus candidates endorse some version of the big lie. All of those candidates, Republicans. It's a prerequisite to get that endorsement, to have endorsed some version of the big lie. That primary in Georgia on Tuesday might be the highest profile test of that big lie. You really should shut up with this big lie because it's not a lie. It is not a lie. Questioning the fairness of the 2020 election and Donald Trump, not, not only are his candidates winning, he's winning in court. OK, there are problems with this election. As the Wisconsin Supreme Court said in its decision, if the right to vote is to have any meaning at all, elections must be conducted according to law. Really great. He's totally right. And if you get some time, I know it doesn't look like fun reading a 140 page decision from the Superior Court, Supreme Court of Wisconsin. But it's worth it because those drop boxes, there were hundreds of them throughout Wisconsin. Those flimsy plastic drop boxes. Take a look at them. They're illegal. They are illegal. 
All right. They were against the law of Wisconsin. Not allowed to have them. The beautiful Supreme Court said so. Take a look out, out loud in writing. They are illegal. Number one, under Wisconsin statutes, drop boxes are illegal because a voter must personally mail or deliver in person the voter's absentee ballot to the municipal clerk, not to an inanimate object. All right. And a drop boxes, inanimate delivery in person to the municipal clerk does not mean, nor has it been historically understood to mean delivery to an unattended ballot drop box. The illegality of these drop boxes weakens the people's faith that the election produce an outcome reflective of their will. The Wisconsin voters are injured when the institution charged with administering Wisconsin elections does not follow the law. Donald Trump didn't break the law. Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Election Commission did. Democrats did. Good for the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Check it out if you can. Meanwhile, what do we have to contend with? Who's, who's now on the right side of history? If you watch the mainstream media, they are enamored with Cheney, Dick Cheney, Liz Cheney. Dick Cheney, of course, brought us the Iraq war. This guy is suddenly the good guy. Take one look at him. You can tell this is not a good guy. You know who actually is? He is a good guy. He's got a good heart. Sometimes it's actually a little bit too big. Donald Trump. You know, he could have come after the Clintons. Heck, he campaigned on locking her up. But when he actually got the power to do so, his better angels prevailed, and he didn't do it. You called her crooked Hillary, said you wanted to get in jail. Your people in your audiences kept saying, lock him up. Yeah. Well, like, she do did, you she did some it, bad things. I mean, she I did know, some bad things. I know, but a special prosecutor? You I think don't want to might... hurt them. I don't want to hurt them. They're, they're good people. I don't want to hurt them. The Democrats have no mercy, none, and no respect for law. I really believe that. They will do anything to stop him because they know Joe Biden, ooh, just take a look at him. He is struggling. He can't make it through the day. Look at this. He gets off the helicopter, can't figure out his jacket. Turn up the volume if you would and watch this. Jill Biden to the rescue. Looks like those glasses are just barely hanging on to his nose. Something bad's going to happen there. Take no pleasure in that. It's going to happen to everybody if you live long enough, but um, he's weak and President Trump is strong and they know it and he's getting stronger and his candidates are winning. So they must stop him. And now they they pull this horrible, horrible, dirty trick. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I don't think it will work. This has been a long time coming, though. They declared war on Trump. Well, I think this is what really set the swamp against him, you know. This moment when he said he was coming for them, I thought it was great, but in a way, it almost sabotaged his presidency. Listen. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. Washington flourished 
But the people did not share in its wealth. Politicians prospered, but the jobs left and the factories closed. The establishment protected itself, but not the citizens of our country. Their victories have not been your victories. Their triumphs have not been your triumphs. And while they celebrated in our nation's capital, there was little to celebrate for struggling families all across our land. That all changes starting right here and right now because this moment is your moment. It belongs to you. An amazing moment, but the swamp hated it, hated it, hated everything it stood for, turning the power over to the people. No, no, they don't want that at all. And they're still fighting back. They will do anything to stop this man. August 8th, 2022. Remember it. Remember it. If you're in the FBI, I think you have to really rethink what you're doing. This is crazy stuff. When we come back, Joe DeGeneva, former U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C., he actually shares the uh, distinction of having had his home raided by the FBI. He's an American hero, a big-time supporter of Trump. We'll be right back. of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Just unbelievable. The FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago, President Trump's residence, official residence, today, August 8th, 2022. I don't think I'll ever forget this day. The FBI, I thought they were the good guys. One of the most absurd things I've ever seen. But we live in an absurd country, actually, in many, many ways. Donald Trump represents what we can become and a little bit what we used to be. Now, this is a crazy country. Uh, President Trump appears with a Bible in front of a church. A Bible in front of a church. And he's the bad guy. Remember the outrage about that? Remember? And a chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, apologizes, apologizes for this moment, appearing with the President of the United States right after a riot was cleared. Was General Milley on the side of the rioters? It actually seems that way. This has all been in the works against Trump for for so long. While he was president, There's something more to this moment when Millie apologized. Take a look. Many of you saw the result of the photograph of me at Lafayette Square last week. That sparked a national debate about the role of the military in civil society. I should not have been there. My presence in that moment and in that environment created a perception of the military involved in domestic politics. He's either insane or he's an insurrectionist, an unelected. Nobody voted for Mark Milley. Nobody. One day he joined the army. That's it. And people in the army promoted him. 
He's not a Democrat figure at all. And he's downright treasonous, in my opinion, coming close to it. And some of the other bizarre things he said back then and that he's saying now, first, <laughs> how's this for apolitical? He was so nervous about appearing political. How about this for political? Be inclusive. Make a commitment to seek out and surround yourself with those who don't look like you, think like you, and who come from different backgrounds. Specifically, reach out to junior officers and enlisted members whose background is different than yours and, and mentor them. Um, that's not the military. Uniform. E pluribus unum. From many, one. We wore a uniform. It didn't matter what we looked like. This guy's crazy. All of it is insane. August 8th, 2022, today, the FBI. You know what this may, in part, be about? Distracting everybody. Look, there's so many corrupt motives, I believe, at, at play here. But what happened a year ago? Milley and Biden lost Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, they lost Afghanistan. Something else that's in the news today. Milley wrote a very strong letter to President Trump, but did not send it. Did not send it. He was very upset. And he said all kinds of nasty, tough things to President Trump, but he didn't send it. No, but he did send it to this guy, some guy named Peter. <laughs> yeah, I could see uh, Milley sending a note to this guy, not to Trump, because, well, he's just not that strong. Ugh, our world is so crazy. We see that Joe Biden is suffering. We see he's losing. But what does Peter Baker, who writes for The New York Times and a fake news guy and the rest of them. What are they saying right now about Joe Biden? We begin with that monumental victory for President Biden. President Biden is a bit on a winning streak right now. We have some really good news. Gas prices are coming down. In fact, gas prices have fallen every day this summer. The Senate deal and strong jobs report capped a week of political wins for Biden. A lot of big wins for the president, even as he's been isolated by COVID. Including what he's what we've been able to see with gas prices coming down, a more uh, a decline that we haven't seen like this in over a decade. He's had a number of big wins, uh, both here in Congress uh, and globally. Am I hallucinating or something? <laughs> He is a lost president and nobody, even his own party, don't want him running for re-election. Maureen Dowd of the New York Times. Hey, Joe, don't give it a go. Time to go, she writes. And even uh, Chris Coons, you saw him a moment ago from Delaware. Joe Biden's protege cannot bring himself to say Joe Biden should run for president. Um, I'm hopeful that President Biden will run again. If he does, I'll certainly support him. So no doubt you are you encouraging him to run again? I'm encouraging him to focus on what's right in front of us. <laughs> focus, Joe, focus. Did he really say that? Do these folks ever, ever tell the truth? All right. So Joe Biden, Joe Biden, <laughs> he's got to focus putting his jacket on. I mean, he really has to be everything he can be to get that jacket on. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, you can see it. His power is building. This is a man who is not in decline. He's getting Better. He even looks better and his candidates are winning. And now everybody can see what a vastly superior president he was, not only to Biden, but to all the rest of them. Take a look at the numbers. Where was inflation under Donald Trump? 1.9%, just 1.9%. And where is it under Joe Biden? Are you ready? Wow. 9.1%. 9.1%. This has got to drive them crazy. Okay. He was so much better at the job than these guys. 
although they may be out to deliberately break it all. I don't know for sure. So where are we again? The FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, an organization I once admired, raided the home of former President Trump. This is crazy stuff. Crazy. I'd like to bring in, and I'm so grateful he's here, Joe DeGeneva, former U.S. attorney for Washington, D.C. Joe, your reaction to what happened today and what's happening now? Uh, what we are witnessing is a legal atrocity. Uh, this should have never happened. Can you imagine a former president of the United States has his residence raided by, I am told, 100 FBI agents for what? To seize documents that apparently are involved in a dispute with the National Archives. Now, if that is true, that that is the basis of the warrant, then it is even more unbelievable that a search warrant was used to resolve this rather than further negotiations or, if necessary, a subpoena or a civil suit. To execute a search warrant which requires proof of a crime and evidence that evidence of a crime is present at the scene requires you to go to a federal judge. Can you imagine them ever having done that with any other former president? This is the end of the FBI as we have known it. I don't care what justification exists legally. There may very well be very good reasons technically for a search warrant, but you do not do that to a former president of the United States. What this tells me is that what I have been predicting for some time is true. They're going to indict Donald Trump. That's exactly where this is headed. And this is the beginning of an effort to embarrass him, to intimidate him, which they will never do, and to completely turn this country into a banana republic. What happened today to me is inexplicable. How a group of federal agents could agree to do this and the FBI director could agree to do it. By the way, this didn't happen with just the approval of the FBI director and the attorney general. The president of the United States was advised that this was going to occur. So I can't believe we got to discuss this. And I think it's all a sham. What if the president were indicted? I mean, what if President Trump were indicted? Can he run for president under federal indictment? And I know we don't know what it might be for, but it it seems obvious, as you just said, that that's where this is going. Can he run for president with a federal indictment uh, after being indicted? Technically, he can. It's not disqualifying. He hasn't been convicted of anything. He's not a felon. I don't expect him ever to be one. I think what is occurring now is clearly political in nature. The fact that the FBI is allowing itself to be used in this process is disgraceful. A great, two great institutions, the FBI and the Department of Justice, are now wallowing in muck. This is unbelievable political muck, which they should never be involved in. You turn this down. You do not do this if you're FBI director. You say, Mr. Attorney General, Mr. Attorney General, please, we do not need to do this to a former president of the United States. But they're doing it because they can and because they're exercising power in the worst form. This is the power to destroy. If we used to say this in the old days during the Vietnam War, when grand juries were being conducted against the anti-war movement all over the country, use interorum tactics. 
That's what the Justice Department did. They called them in terrorum tactics. And that is exactly what this is. These are in terrorum tactics designed to embarrass, to frighten and intimidate. To, to see this done against a former president of the United States is so outrageous that I cannot find words to describe it. It's unbelievable. I can't believe this is happening in the United States of America. It is one of those moments. I can't believe it either. You know what, though? They are messing with the wrong guy, Donald Trump. He cannot be those things. I don't think he can. And uh, I, I think he's going to win. But this is scary and this is very weird. Do me a favor. Stick around. We're going to be joined by... Uh, other patriots coming up, including the former attorney general, Matt Whitaker, um, uh, Mike Grinnell and some other Rick Grinnell and some others. So can't believe we're here, but it's wild and uh, we're going to get through it. I'll be right back. Uh, you're looking right now at Mar-a-Lago, a live shot of Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, where FBI agents, maybe they, they're still there, uh, raided the home. About 100 of them were told. This is crazy stuff, absolutely crazy stuff. I believe that they're trying to stop Trump because, let's face it, he's looking better and better, stronger and stronger. His candidates are winning all over the place. Uh, we saw he had a massive rally on Friday night. He did. His candidates are winning. And uh, Joe Biden is losing. Uh, they tried to tell us that he had a great week. No, he can't even put on his clothes. It's uh, it's terrible. It's embarrassing. They know it. And they're trying to stop Trump. You know, all that rhetoric about uh, we have to protect democracy. I always found it was over the top. I think they used it to justify these crazy steps they're taking now to pretend that democracy was somehow at risk. I'd like to bring in, we're privileged to have them back, uh, Matt Whitaker, former acting attorney general under President Trump, and also Joe DeGeneva, U.S. attorney uh, from Washington, D.C. And welcome to you both. There you are, Mr. Attorney General. There you are, Mr. DeGeneva. Um, Matt, first to you, Mr. Attorney General, your reaction, please, to these events of today. Well, I join a lot of people that are worried about our republic tonight. And, you know, it just is the next step in what is easily described as a two-tiered system of justice. For six years, Donald Trump has either been investigated by the Department of Justice or harassed by Congress. Now it's both uh, in, in multiple investigations. You know, we have people that are associated with Donald Trump, like Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon, that are prosecuted for contempt of Congress, yet... You know, former Attorney General Eric Holder, when he was held in contempt, they declined to prosecute. And it's just there's each example, whether it's Hillary Clinton's handling of official records or, you know, in this case, what they're claiming is Donald Trump's handling of official records and classified information. You know, in each case, uh, conservatives and Republicans are prosecuted. And at the same time, the left gets away uh, with all sorts of things. And so I'm just I I'm I'm saddened for our country. I think this is just an unnecessary step. I heard uh, my friend Joe Geneva talk earlier about other ways that these documents, if so important, could have been obtained. Um, and it's just it's really it's disappointing that the, the attorney general and the FBI director would take it to this level. Uh, Joe, as I turn it back to you, uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, just put out a tweet 
And it says, it reads as follows, the raid of Mar-a-Lago, M-A-L, abbreviates, is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. While people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves, now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries. Banana Republic. There's no arguing with uh, Governor DeSantis, is there? No, I'm afraid not. This was a degrading moment in American history. Let me underscore degrading. What the FBI director and the attorney general did, no doubt with the approval of the president of the United States, what they did today was to disgrace two great institutions, the FBI and the DOJ, to allow them to be used for political purposes against the former president. This was so unnecessary, so crude, and I mean crude, so banana republic, so third world, so disgustingly crude that you have to ask yourself, what possesses these people? What's going on in the head of Merrick Garland, a former federal judge, doing this to a former president of the United States? If, if as I said earlier, it is about these records, how in the name of God do you justify this against a former president? when you have other legal options? And the answer is, it's not a legal process. It is a political process. They are trying to destroy a man, to destroy his image, to deflate his supporters. It isn't going to work. What they have done is, they are destroying the FBI and the Department of Justice. And as a supporter, I consider myself a very strong supporter, very strong on MAGA. I am more fired up. I am more energized and engaged. And I can't believe this happened. And I don't want them to get away with it. Uh, Matt Whitaker, do you think, you know, all the rhetoric, I mentioned this a moment ago about, you know, always oh, a threat to democracy, oh, hyperbole, totally over the top, totally divorced from reality. They use that to kind of prepare the battlefield for a moment like this. We have to do this to protect democracy. I think that's a lie. But now it kind of makes sense uh, what they've been saying all along and what they've been doing all along. Yeah, and it also, if you think about just this this uh, raid today of Mar-a-Lago, you know, it wasn't earlier today that, you know, Maggie Haberman was breathlessly talking about, and the New York Times was talking about, how President Trump had tried to flush documents down the toilet. You know, this is something that, you know, the, the left is using all of their tools, whether it's the media and whether now, uh, the you know, the law enforcement uh, assets of the FBI and the DOJ, uh, to prevent Donald Trump from running for president again. But to your point, uh, everything I have heard today from my friends and Trump supporters is they are more excited, uh, more determined to make sure that the republic continues for another 250 years and doesn't devolve into a banana republic where this left uh, Marxist ideology infects uh, all of our citizens and ultimately we become servient to the government. It is amazing. These are amazing times. Very sad, though. This is not a good night. Not a good night at all for them to be doing this. Let's take another live look, if we could, at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, we just lost it. But uh, that beautiful resort. And, uh, you know, they went into his safe. Oh, quick question before we go, and then I'd like to hold you over. Um, is there any, if they find something else, is it only limited to what's in the warrant? Let's say they say they find something that's related to some other matter. How much leeway do they have, uh, Joe? Well, first of all, we are told that they simply seized documents without reading them. 
they took apparently 50 to 100 boxes of documents out of Mar-a-Lago without looking at them and took the contents of the president's safe. That means that they're going to look at them elsewhere. So they don't even know what they've seized at this point. And the answer is, we don't know what the warrant described and what it's looking for. If they come across something else in the execution of a search warrant, they're legally present. So they have the legal right to keep it, look at it, use it, develop it for evidence or anything else. Gentlemen, please stand by. Oh, some interesting little tidbits we heard about Hunter Biden just today. Uh, continuing coverage when we come back. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll be right back. Newsmax. Shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Real news for real people. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. That was a hell of a moment in the debate back in 2016, but President Trump did not follow up on that. You know, he's got a big heart. Maybe he should have, but he was excoriated when he said that. How dare he talk about possibly using the Justice Department against a political opponent? And here we are. I'd like to bring back uh, Joe DeGeneva and Matt Whitaker. Uh, Matt, you worked for President Trump directly as the acting attorney general. Give us a sense of just how political it all was. I keep hearing that he tried to politicize the Justice Department. Something tells me it doesn't come close, not light years um, close to uh, what the Biden administration is doing. Yeah, it, it, w- it wasn't even close. And I, you know, I think about all the slurs and charges uh, that I had to endure uh, when I took over the Department of Justice uh, that were so far from what the truth actually was. And, you know, I mean, Joe and I were both U.S. attorneys uh, in a previous life. And so we know the standards of the Department of Justice. And I think that's what breaks our heart the most in this case, is that the Department of Justice is clearly singing from the exact same political hymnal uh, that the White House wants it to. And and it's hard to believe. I've heard a lot of commentary tonight about this. It's hard to believe that the White House wasn't involved in making this call. And, And that is a line that, you know, we very carefully made sure we didn't cross, that the White House didn't direct our investigations, didn't direct the targets of our investigations as to who we should go after or how the outcome should be. And, and you know, the, uh, Trump did, um, I think, exactly what a president should do with the Department of Justice. Now, that being said is, you know, if the president wants to meddle in the Department of Justice and its, uh, its politics, you know, its prosecutions, uh, it can, but it's to the detriment, I think, of the entire system. And so that's what I think the line that we're talking about tonight that may have been crossed by this White House is very dangerous indeed. Some little uh, tidbits that have been coming in. Did you gentlemen know that Liz Cheney's husband is partner at the law firm representing Hunter Biden, Watkins Latham? I thought that's pretty that's pretty interesting. Now, some of these things I've actually heard before. The Biden Foundation in 2017 raised six point six million dollars. It spent it on staff salaries, not one grant awarded. And then the Biden Cancer Initiative, this seems totally phony baloney. It raised 4.8 million, spent zero on research grants. 
You know, they gave uh, President Trump a hard time about his foundation. They gave everything away, everything, literally everything to charity. It seems to me, Joe, the Democrats, uh, the swamp, they are guilty of almost everything they accused Mr. Trump of being guilty of. Well, there isn't any doubt about that. I want to I want to echo what Matt said. I think what's now fundamentally clear and it's inescapable, undeniable that the FBI and the Department of Justice are now woefully adrift, ethically, morally, professionally adrift. Uh, this is one of the saddest moments in American history. Uh, I loved my time as an assistant U.S. attorney as a United States attorney, I love the department. I love the work we did. And to see it being destroyed by hacks, by utter hacks, is so disgusting and dispiriting. Uh, the American people are not dumb. They see this. They see this raid tonight, and they know what it means. Yeah. It means that the degradation of federal law enforcement is now complete. What a sad moment in American history. Well... We're going to come back. Uh, justice will prevail. I feel that in my bones. I'm strangely optimistic right now, just like you said, Joe. <laughs> the people can see through this. They really can. Uh, Joe DeGeneva, Matt Whitaker, we appreciate it both. This is all just so entirely crazy what happened today. Uh, we're joined now by Rick Grinnell, former director of national intelligence under President Trump. Rick, thanks for being here. What are you thinking right now? Wow. Uh, it's hard to understand just how far Washington, D.C. has fallen, Greg. You know, um, the entirety of the political establishment pushes this idea of uh, misinformation. That's what they're going after. But really, what they're trying to get at is dissenting information. Uh, they want to crush people who don't agree with them. They want to crush people who try and speak up. And this is a very un-American. I will say this. I think Donald Trump has never been stronger. I think there are millions of patriots being born today. People are rising up. I can just tell you here in California, I know people who are not very political, who have texted me or I've seen on the street to say, this is unbelievable that it's happening in America and Donald Trump should just come back and crush these guys, come back as president and clean up uh, what's going on in Washington, D.C. You know, my personal experience, as you know, I've dealt with the FBI and DOJ quite a bit. And the leadership needs gut re renovations. We um, understand that there are FBI agents and DOJ officials who are trying to do the right thing, but their bosses have just completely gone um, AWOL. They're partisan. Uh, they're they're extremely political and they're trying to crush the opposition. I, I've worked at the State Department for 11 years. And when we see this stuff in other countries, we usually call it out and put it in the human rights report as uh, something that is a terrible thing happening to that country. And now it's happening to our own thing information. That's what gets them going. And you say President Trump is strong. We saw that over the weekend uh, at CPAC. In Wisconsin, he does. He looks strong. His candidates are winning. And then we have the video of Joe Biden losing, losing. Does this have the timing of this? Joe Biden's in decline. We can all see that. Also, a year ago, right now, this month, 
We were losing Afghanistan. We lost Afghanistan because of Joe Biden, Mark Milley, and the rest. The timing of it, what it's all political, the whole thing, but why today, August 8th? What do you chalk that up to? Well, look, I, I think August is a slow time in Washington, so they think people aren't paying attention. You know, newsrooms are all on vacation, so they think the rest of America is on vacation. Uh, I can't understand the timing. Uh, there would never be a good time to go after Donald Trump this way. People are outraged. And what Washington, D.C. consistently misses is the heartbeat of America. They don't understand what's going on in, in the rest of America. Washington, D.C. is a thing unto its own. And, you know, we laugh about it as the swamp. But a swamp is a place that doesn't get fresh ideas or fresh water into it. It's a place that when you go there, you get stinky. And I, I think what happened is Donald Trump went there and began to dig freshwater trenches into that place, and they didn't like it. They like the way it is. They have their rules, and they don't want an outsider coming in. And so this is about the survival of Washington, D.C., bureaucracy and the political establishment. And this is their last yeah. breath. They think, like Rick third world dictators do, they think if they crush their opposition, the opposition won't come back and run against them, but they're wrong. I am feeling actually very optimistic. I was shocked and felt so bad, but I'm feeling better and better right now. They went too far, way too far. Rick Grinnell, former director of national intelligence. We appreciate it so much. Come back soon and we'll be right back.